This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Missanelli podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. It is now time for Mike Unleashed. Now, Darren, buckle your seatbelt because I'm going to go all over with Mike Unleashed. I'm going to bring you in because we've got a man woman issue here. And we started off with uh, Tay Tay and the Travis Kelsey saga. Now, this has been played to death nationally over the last several days to the point where Taylor Swift is in, in the box at Arrowhead Stadium and she jumps in the air when Travis Kelsey gets a touchdown and she's banging on the glass and a whole bit. Um, this girl is a star of stars. I mean, she could, she could drop a Twinkie on the sidewalk and it will be covered by every media outlet ever she just just bigger than life now she happens to be the poster child for every white chick in america but that you know regardless she she is a super superstar uh, kelsey is a dog now okay yeah i want to say this politely travis kelsey had Listen, if you can play it like that, I guess you can play it like that. I guess that's every uh, young athlete, single athlete's dream to play the field and have all these high-profile girlfriends, and he's had a lot of them. So now he sets his sight on Taylor Swift. So I was asking myself the other day, how do you play this? Because if you notice, when they left Arrowhead and he got her in his convertible and drove away, it's like this dude's living the life, right? He's got Taylor Swift in the passenger seat of his convertible. He roars out of the stadium at Arrowhead. But I'm thinking to myself, dude, this is the highest profile you can get. You don't want to F this up. And so if I'm Travis Kelsey, I play this real soft. You can't play this like this is one I'm gonna, this is gonna be another notch in my belt. So I can tell all my buddies that I actually slept with Taylor Swift. Right. That's the ultimate goal for guys like that run, run like like Travis Kelsey. But in this particular situation, she's so much bigger than you are that you can't scare her away. So not holding hands was the good play. It's like, you know, yeah, listen, I play it cool, man. I can't get overboard for you because then you're going to look like I'm I'm some kind of douche. So I got to be like a little removed to make you think that I'm a little worthier than, than you, you may think I am, that I'm not this cement head football player, that I'm a little better than Rob Gronkowski, and I'm going to play it really cool. And if, if that's not, if that's going to lose you and I'm not being aggressive enough, then I've got to take that chance rather than be ultra aggressive and scare her away. Darren, what's your feeling on this? Well, my first, my initial feeling is that, uh, she- her publicist deserves a raise because that if, if you think that wasn't at least 60% contrived, created, uh, you know, that to me, it was just so fake, dude. 
Come on. She's all of a sudden she's with Donna Kelsey hugging Don Mama Kelsey the whole game. Like she's been to Thanksgiving with next to her having pumpkin pie. Like, come on. It was a little too contrite for me, man. It really was. And you know, the whole thing walking out and it, you know, he went to walk around the table. He wasn't holding her hand. You know, you know, I don't believe for a moment they're dating. I don't believe for a moment. The question is, how would you? The question is, yeah, you got to be cool. You can't be like, you absolutely have to play that cool. You have to be like, look, you know, I'm interested in you, but I know you have a lot going on in your life, and I don't want to be the one that's going to try and take you away from that and all that bullshit you want to say at that point. But that's how you have to play it. Uh, Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Slow and steady wins this race. If he's really interested now, now listen, yeah. listen, this is yeah. not going to go, go, go. No, it's it's not like Lazzy and Harriet love story here. This is, this is good because she, I mean, she's made it a, a habit of getting into these relationships that don't work for whatever reason, because there's probably a lot of maintenance involved with somebody like, like Taylor Swift. And, oh, you know, and, and, and I don't know if Kelsey can meet that kind of a burden to be honest with you, because at the end of the day, he's a guy who puts a helmet on. And, you know, he's not going to quote Aristotle on a date or, or anything like that to, to get her interest. So I don't know where this is going. I think it's fascinating if so many people are interested. They're interested in her. I, I have never seen, listen, there have been a lot of stars that have come through. I, I have never seen such interest in, in this this person. I mean, she just blows everybody away I, I as can far only... as the intrigue on what she's about and what she's doing. She's got millions and millions of people who worship her. Maybe it's the blonde hair, Mike, but don't you think a little bit that maybe this was the Marilyn Monroe thing? Like, this is what it was like to be alive when Marilyn Monroe was that starlet that DiMaggio's yeah, trying to get. DiMaggio's Kelsey. Sex symbol. Taylor Swift's not a sex symbol. She's a beautiful girl, but she's not a sex symbol. She's a she's she's all she's talented. She's got the look. She she like collaborates with a lot of people. She's diverse. She's talking she's, gross she's, popularity. She plays instruments. She writes the whole bit. She's bigger than Marilyn. Marilyn was was a sex symbol Maybe. at a time when sex symbols were few. I, I agree with you. She she probably is bigger than Marilyn, but part of that is that. You know, Taylor has such a embrace of social media and the and a young audience now that thrives off of social media that, you know, I, I wonder if Marilyn Monroe, uh, if she's just almost like Marilyn Monroe, Monroe reincarnate, yeah. you know, like Taylor Monroe if it was all re- if it's just relative, so. this girl's not. So the bottom the bottom line is that um, uh, <laughs> this is going to this is going to be a really interesting play. like if. if Listen, I hate to be sexist here. I don't want to be sexist. But a guy like Travis Kelsey, that's like the ultimate sex play for him. Is it not? Like, like it, at the end, like he. It depends. Like, you might not. She's not my thing. Like I, she's bigger than life. I'm talking about on that, on that kind of a stage. So if you actually wind up sleeping with her, doesn't matter what happens to you the rest of your life. You could be on a bar stool in some dive joint. Drink a wild turkey with three teeth in your head, and you turn to the guy next to you. And go, How did you know what I was doing Swift? Tuesday? Yeah, I, 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 I slept with him. You know, that's that's the old, and that's what that's what Travis Kelsey's all about. All right, let's move on. Uh, number two, Zach Wilson cannot play. Cannot play. 
All right. Now, I, I don't know what they saw. And I guess I didn't see what they saw. They saw a kid who was a fresh faced kid, you know, straight laced kid, the BYU kid, had a big arm. And they thought, you know, they, they went overboard. The kid, they, the kid has no idea how to play. He doesn't look like he, he now he's been around three years now and, and he has he has no clue on how to play. And they're really hammering up in New York, which the, which they should be. But here, there are a couple of things that, that rankle me here. First of all, um. Aaron Rodgers comes out and starts whining today about how uh, all this negativity is not going to help the, the team and, and him. It's, it's like the old lament. Dude, you, all right, Aaron Rodgers, you conquered it, all right? This guy got drafted at, to be the savior. He flaunted the fact that he had all these great blonde girlfriends and he was going to you know, be, be, be a king in New York, and he hasn't produced. So don't give me the negativity when you're in the bright lights like this kid and you accept that kind of role to be that high draft pick with all the ladies and all this stuff. You better deliver because if you don't, there are people out there that are going to say you're a fraud. And that's exactly what he is to the point where Broadway Joe Namath. I don't know. Like, I don't know how many times he gets out of a, a rocking chair. During the course of a day, he got out of his rocking chair and started ripping Zach Wilson. <laughs> So everybody's ripping in New York. It's they New say, York City. I've had to to that do? Zach oh, let's, let's hug Zach. Come on. Stop it, Aaron, with your nonsense. Joe Namath, Joe Namath, I, I want to kiss you, and I've had enough yeah. of Zach Wilson. Uh, Aaron, listen, do me a favor. <laughs> Take your natural uh, supplements in, in California, wherever the frick you are, and and, and let, let fans be fans, all right? The negativity is deserved for this kid. He's had plenty of opportunities, and the kid doesn't know how to play. He's, he's, he's taking everybody's money for no reason. All right, let's move on to number three. Darren and I uh, went to the whiteout this weekend. Penn State, Iowa, it was a whiteout evening. It was a spectacle. And the Nittany Lions roar. They roll Iowa 31 nothing. Now, that's significant for a couple of reasons. Not to shut out as much because Iowa never scores anyway. But Iowa doesn't give up any points. Iowa gives up like 15 points. They try to win 17-15. And uh, Penn State rolled them for 31 with a monster second half. Uh, and I got to get this off my chest because this is true. There is an outward hate for Penn State from people who don't have an association with Penn State. And you can see it in the college football poll rankings. For three straight weeks, they didn't move from seven. Why? They beat a league team and they beat West Virginia. They stay at seven? They beat Iowa 31-0. They moved down exactly one spot. One spot to six. Now, you tell me what that's about, Mr. Darren. Uh, you know, I think part of it is prejudice against uh, the, um, you know, the Sandusky situation. I think We're part of it is no, the no names on the jersey. That, that Believe me, hot. I went to the school. I felt it, it every worse. day that people hated Penn State because there's this so-called image of them being pristine. I get that. People are rankled by that. But stop. They stayed seven, three straight weeks. They beat West Virginia and Illinois. I mean, they're not the greatest teams, but they're not slouches either. They roll Iowa in a league game, 31-0. They move down one spot. You mean to tell me Michigan has been that much more things. impressive? They're ranked two. You mean to tell me Florida State has been that more, more impressive? They're ranked four. Come on. Yeah. 
But we listened to that Florida State game. How how annoying is the Florida yeah. State well, radio I'm, I'm announcer? Just saying, He's the worst. And I know one of the three weeks, Mike. All right, week two. I want to just say these two things real quick. To week two, it was very rare. Every single ranked opponent played an unranked opponent. So no one was really going to move up unless they got their doors blown off by an unranked opponent. None of that happened. So that nobody really moved in week two. So that's the one excuse I'll give for the one of the three weeks. But I have to say this. If you watch that game, Penn State and Iowa, that was a drubbing. They controlled the ball for over 14, five minutes. That's three quarters. That that's having the ball for three quarters. To voters. Instead, uh, Michigan has beaten Puss this year, and they're ranked two. Now, Ohio State, okay, they beat Notre Dame. That's a high-quality win. So I'm not going to quibble that Ohio State's ahead of Penn State right now. But let's do, let's go to the Ohio State game. Now, I happen to bet the game. I bet Ohio State. I, now, I don't think I've ever done that in my life because I have a visceral hate for anything, the Buckeye Nation. But in this game, I thought they would cover the three against Notre Dame. Well, they need a last-second touchdown, literally a last-second rushing touchdown, to go ahead 16 to 14, which should have ended the game. However, the officials review the play and they say there's still one second left on the clock, which means Ohio State now has to kick an extra point, which they do to get everybody a push. Your feelings on that there? You know, I I really thought that Notre Dame was going to win that game. So I was against you on that. So, but yeah, no, I... I I, I don't like anything Ohio State does. You're never going to get me to say anything positive about Ohio State. And they should have and they should have lost that game. Notre Dame blew it. That's all I want to say. Well, about well you're not going to comment on the on the, the official put one second back back on the clock. Did it dawn, did it dawn on you that yeah, maybe a couple of those officials had had someone in that game and they needed a push and not a loss? Uh I don't want to define <laughs> I'm Mike. just I'm saying, just did it cross your mind? <laughs> Yeah, it crossed my mind, but that doesn't that, happen. You don't think Come that on, happens? Man. I don't think it would happen in a game like that, no. I think it would happen in, um, you know, Villanova versus uh, the Old Dominion, but it's not uh, going to happen. In, uh, really? Okay. You know, All right. Well, you don't think it happens. All right, let's move on now. Um, there's a new show on uh, HBO Max, which is uh, called Naked Attraction, and it's a dating show where you eliminate potential dates based on their naked body attractiveness. Your feelings on that? Uh, first of all, I have uh -huh. not heard of this show. Uh, but I, it's pretty shallow, but let's be honest. When you first meet someone, the first attraction is looks and the body. So, you know, I guess you get that out of the way, right? <laughs> But it's pretty shallow. Uh, I, I got to think. That's that, a pretty uh, shallow. Listen, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not ashamed <laughs> of my manhood. Uh, but for me to go on a show where I'm going to display my nakedness. And uh, first of all, the male genitalia is not very attractive. Would you agree with that? I, I, I would concur. Uh, all right. Yes, doctor. So I uh, unless I'm really, really proud of my manhood. I could never go on that show. Because you can you imagine the humiliation? Here's a woman. She's naked. Now, here, here comes Bachelor number three. He comes out there, and he's like, uh, he's like Donald Trump. He's got like... 
He's a mushroom. He's a mushroom man. <laughs> you got to pull a portobello. How could that guy face the facts? <laughs> there he is with his baby Bella. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, yeah, dude, uh, I, yeah, I, I'm yeah, out yeah. on that show. I can't. I didn't yeah. even know. I've never heard uh, of it. All right. I've uh, never watched. You know, uh, I was uh, <laughs> looking at this story today in the New York Times, uh, and I hope I can find it uh, because uh, Italy has a clam problem. Did you read this story? Are we talking about the same no. thing? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, they they have the same a, show. They have a clam. <laughs> the they have a clam show. shortage right now because there are blue crabs in Italy that has somehow crossed the Atlantic Ocean and in cargo ships, and they have reproduced and they have devastated Italy's what? clam industry, having eaten up the ninety percent of young clams in some areas, and it is it is ruined in this one town. In, in Italy, uh, which is uh, uh, a cl- the biggest clam-producing region, and they don't know what to do about it. Invasive blue crab species like a- devouring eels, clams, and mussels. It sounds like a Disney Pixar movie where the clams come over, the, the, the crabs come over on the ship, they're going to eat the town. And these the town are the blue claws that you find in the Chesapeake Bay. <laughs> And they love they love uh, clams, so they just bust into the shell and eat the clam, and it is devastating. Wait, so they hopped a ship? They hopped on a ship and, and started a family? Brought, first crossed <laughs> the Atlantic they... Ocean in, in Bilgewater aboard cargo ships. Yes. That's interesting. Uh, hey, life life finds a way, right? <laughs> but these Italian guys down there, I mean, that's their industry in this little town. And they're and they're going they're going these Italian crabs these crabs ah the the fucking fangulo these goddamn crabs the blue clock the bastards <laughs> you bastards <laughs> all right anyway that was the funny story for today let's go oh, back that's great. to Mike Unleashed that's funny Gilbert Arenas has a popular podcast it's called Gilbert's Arena and. Uh, <laughs> Really? He, he was ripping Akeem Olajuwon, who charges $50,000 for somebody to work out with him, a pro player that wants to work out with him and learn the footwork. The price is $50,000. Giannis, out of the Kupo, decided to pay the fifty grand to work out with Akeem Olajuwon. Let's hear what Gilbert Arenas had to say. Now, again, I'm going to bleep out some words uh, in this uh, this whole thing. Here was Gilbert Arenas ripping into Akeem saying this is an outrage that he charges so much. This is, <laughs> I'm sorry, but nobody doing that shit no more. All you old some bitches, staying down. Nobody, nobody want the Hakeem Elijah Wood Skywalk. Nobody want none of that shit, all right? Let it go. 50, th- you should be ashamed of yourself. Charging these young whippersnappers 50. G- <laughs> when you came in the league in 1984, you wasn't getting 50,000 a game. <laughs> you trying to make your money back through the youth. Giannis. No, no, I'm all for trainers getting their money a week. You know how many big men with there? Hey, I'm bl- I'm blaming Hakeem Olajuwon for the reason we lost Big Ben. Uh, the reason the five man is gone is because they go on the motherfuckers from the '90s and '80s learning their motherfucking booze. No, fifty thousand, fifty thousand. 
bit. You're good. Just uh, uh, go back to the basics, huh? You're doing fine, Giannis. Fuck that. I'm sorry, Giannis, but I would not let you spend 50000 for that. You fine with this shit. <laughs> Keep that shit, all right? Your big man can't. That's, that's the dream shake for you. For you, that's the dream shake. Because the big man, right, he was faster than Shaq. He was shimmy and Shaq. You got this shit right here. From the free, the three-point line, the, the, the NBA second line, that's you. 50,000, come here. I teach you all that shit. All right, uh, so Gilbert Arenas is uh, very outspoken, and he, he makes these statements, and they, he knows they're going to get played. Uh, 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 it's going to go viral the whole bit. Um, a guy like Giannis Antetokounmpo, what do you, th- what do you think $50,000 is to him? Now, listen, if I, if I had my, my little son, Timmy, I'm probably not going to pay fifty thousand dollars to have Timmy work out with the Lodge one. But if I'm Giannis Antetokounmpo and I want to learn a little bit of footwork in the post from the master, then it's probably worth fifty thousand dollars. So I don't know what Gilbert Arenas is talking about. If I'm a Lodge one, I charge at least fifty thousand dollars. I'm a Lodge one for Christ's sake. I'm in the Hall of Fame. Now, if I'm Giannis, I would do this. What's the weakest part of my game? Well, it's not in the post. I can't freaking shoot. So maybe I should go to somebody who could teach me how to shoot, especially free throws, because that's worth 100000 How about that? Whoever, Whoever's out there wants to, wants to tutor him on that, um, there you go. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's end the, the uh, Mike Unleashed with uh, somehow we got silly yesterday on the postgame show following uh, the Jacob Media postgame show, which I do with Seth Joyner and Derek Gunn and Taylor Santiago and the cast of Thousands, Farsada, the whole bit. Uh, and somehow, uh, Seth brought up the name Schleprock. Uh, Schleprock was a character, and I couldn't figure out what he was in. But he's a guy that uh, bad luck follows him like a cloud. And uh, somebody said, was that the Flintstones? And I couldn't remember Schleprock being on the Flintstones. But I looked it up today, and Schleprock was part of the Flintstones. Now, I can tell you the Flintstones were one of my favorite cartoons ever because it was brilliant. And so all these characters then popped into my head from the Flintstones. And here are some of my favorite characters. Darren, were you a Flintstone guy? A uh, little bit. A little, little bit. bit? Yeah. See, I don't know what you did as a youth. Like, how do you? How could you not be into the Flintstones? The yeah, Flintstones are brilliant. I was more of a, I was more of a Bugs guy. Like, I like more Bugs, of a what? Bugs Bunny guy. Bugs was my man. Bugs Bunny? Yeah. He's such Why a this? punk. There's no original. There's no there's no original stuff to Bugs Bunny. He's the same you, character all the time. He's a you're, bastard. You're sincerely ripping me for being a Bugs Bunny. Yeah, Bugs fan. Bunny was a punk. He's the most overrated cartoon guy ever. I was a big underdog guy too. Uh, underdog, I liked. All right, yeah. well, here, anyway, here are some great Flintstone characters. As you know, everything was connected yeah. to rock and stuff like that because it was pebble, a stone, stone, stone right. pebble, rock. Well, first of all, Fred's boss. At the quarry yeah. was Mr. Slate. Right. His best friend at the quarry was Joe Rockhead. <laughs> now, there were many movie stars that came in to the Flintstones world. One of them was Rock Quarry. Not Rock <laughs> Hudson, Rock Quarry. And then there was the voluptuous Anne Margrock. Came into play. And then there was not Tony Curtis, but Tony Curtis? 
Stony Curtis. <laughs> Stony Curtis. Man, good guy. And then there was Barry Masonry. Oh no, Perry Masonry. Perry Perry Masonry, the slick lawyer. <laughs> and then there was, of course, that's great. One of my favorite Italian characters in the Flintstones, Goggles Paisano, the race car driver. And finally, there was Atrocia Frankenstone. The Frankenstones moved next to the Flintstones. They were the neighbors, the obnoxious neighbors. Oh, it was the best. It was the best. And that ends Mike Unleashed for today. All right, let's close it down with some tidbits. I, You know, I, I rarely do this, okay? I rarely pat myself on the back. But at Bet Rivers, of course, the podcast is brought to us by the great people at Bet Rivers. Uh, Bet Rivers calls on me every week to pick five games against other personalities that do this in other cities for Bet Rivers. For instance, there's a guy named Adam the Bull in uh, Cleveland. Uh, Mark Schlereth, the infamous stink, does it in Denver. Brandon Stokely, the former uh, uh, NFL wide receiver, is in some city. Uh, uh, and, of course, Mike Francesa in New York. So all these guys. So I go up against all these guys. Last week, I took the lead in the contest with a 5-0 and o piece on nice the work. games they gave me to pick. 5-0. and o. That's in addition to the four that I gave you on the last podcast where I was 4-0. I went 9-0 and o last weekend, Darren. How do you like that? I was excited because I went 2-0 and o again for 5-1 and one on the year, but 9-0 and o is impressive. Nine and oh last week for me. Now, the ones I picked for Bet Rivers, I took the Colts plus the seven and a half. I took the Dolphins minus six and a half. I took the Patriots minus two and a half. I took Buffalo minus six and a half. And I took KC minus 12 and a half for my wins. And of course, last week, if you've been following me on college, uh, I am sizzling in on college. I had winners Miami over Temple, and I went back to Washington Huskies last week. Uh, and I had two pro winners, which I can't recall at this particular point. Hold on one second. I think I got. I, I got. I uh, you had um, oh, uh, San Francisco and the Lions. There you go. San Francisco and the Lions uh, I took. So that is 9-0. and oh, What a streak. I'm sizzling hot. That's know, that impressive. might be a national record to go to, to take nine straight, pick nine straight wins. You think? I, I've never heard of a 9-0. and oh. uh, That's pretty nine impressive. Oh, I had the Niners and the Eagles to go 2-0, yeah, but 9-0. So, uh, oh. Very impressive. patting myself on the back. Uh, all right, uh, don't forget, get extra value this football season by playing Bet River Squares, where you can win up to $10,000 in bonus money when you bet $10 in same-game parlay. Just go to same-game parlay. You can bet 10 It's the uh, Squares game. The squares icon will earn you a square where you can win $10,000 on the Bet Rivers app. Don't forget to download that because that's where I'm cashing all my tickets right now. A 9-0 and week. Pump me up pretty good. I might, buy, I might smoke a cigar tonight in honor of that. You can reach me at Mike at MikeMiss.com. Email Twitter at MikeMiss25. And uh, don't forget to take my advice on Natural Launch. My guys have been here the last... They've been here every other day to do another application for me. They take care of your lawn in the offseason, man. They aerated. They fertilized. They seeded. They put down mosquito control for the last few weeks of fall. They really take care of you. I highly recommend Natural Lawn. Natural Lawn of America. Uh, go to naturallawnofamerica.com. All right, I think that'll do it for today. We forget anything else? 
Uh, I would like to bring something to your attention that next week, the Denver Broncos, who just gave up 70 to Miami, they yeah. play the Chicago Bears, who are the ultimate dumpster fire of an NFL franchise. Can you imagine what that game, how terrible, what a mess, what a just a yeah. flurry of, of goofs and, and Keystone cops running around that game is going to be? Yeah, let me let me uh, just uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, that's one of the most disgraceful things I've ever seen. It, really? There is no pro team that should be giving up 70 points in a game. And, and if you are, you're just a turd. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's just a lack of, of, of playing. You just throw up the white flag. And that's embarrassing for, for guys that get paid to play the game to give up 70 points. I can see, you know, some, some bad college team getting boat raced like that. Uh, because the level of competition, but in the NFL, everybody is in the NFL for a reason. You're an athlete, you're a competitor, and for you to give up 70, you know, Sean Payton, there's something wrong there. There's something wrong with that dude. If his team gives up 70 points. He doesn't have any control of that team at all. Well, it's his first couple weeks on the job, at least in game. Seventy? Anyway. No, there's no excuse for it. But I think it's, it goes a lot deeper than just Sean Payton. That organization is rotten to the cores. Something, there's a lot going on. Miami had two running backs. Two that each had four rushing touchdowns each. That's incredible. Yeah. Never uh, say anything like, I never say anything like it. Yeah. All right. We'll be back on Thursday with another podcast as we look into the weekend of football with the Eagles finally playing a Sunday 1 o'clock game, my favorite time when they play 1 o'clock games. Uh, in any event, have a great couple of days here as we get through, get through this rain. Hopefully it clears up a little bit. I go outside and play golf without uh, having my foot sink in quicksand. Have a great night, everybody. And we'll check you back in uh, a couple of days on the Mike Missinelli podcast. Thanks for listening and watching. And uh, have a great night. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Mike Missinelli podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.